Alright, game over. It's about damn time, I think. Apart from, I think that 10-minute patch in the third quarter, which, yeah, let's talk about it for a little bit. So, it didn't look like we were going to get a <laughs> an easy goal at any point in that second half. I think we all dropped our heads at halftime. Obviously, something was said in the change rooms, and the guys, to their credit, they came out and, and they fought better in the third quarter. Unfortunately, the damage was, was done to such a high degree you know, in the first half that it, anything that really happened in the second half was just a bit of a consolation. Hawthorne, I mean, naturally and, and rightly so, you know, probably took the foot off the pedal a little bit. So I don't know how much credit you want to give us or how much you want to look at the fact that Hawthorne dropped off a little bit. But the reality is we did see some more glimpses in that third quarter. It was good to see guys like Paulson kick his first goal. Cripps kicked a really, really good goal in the in the third quarter thereafter. You know, getting the ball um, in the defensive fifty and winning a free kick, and then running the entire length of the field just to kick his goal. So that was pleasing to see. Um, the skill errors were, were still there. They weren't as as bad as what they they were in the first half. But yeah, we. I don't know how you can really address it. it I mean, you can train skills. So the question is, what's what's going on at training? Why are they, why are the players still kicking the ball in the wrong spot for you know the player that they're trying to kick to, and, and why are handballs not hitting targets? And I don't know. That's footy is a very instinctive game. And it's very quick. You have got to make a decision really quickly, and we just haven't been able to make the right decision quick enough at the best of times this season. And so, you know, that's how it is. Um, some good numbers from, from some players, and we'll go through them in a moment. But um, I think what we'll find is, you know, some of these numbers could be a little bit inflated because you know, we didn't use the ball well. And that combined with the fact that we defended pretty poorly and we gave up 124 points. And there were quite a few misses there from the Hawks that could and probably should have been goals. So the scoreboard... I would, I mean, 70, what is it in the end? 72 points. I reckon the scoreboard flattered us a little bit. I think that was, I think it was much worse than that. But look, we'll take it. Um, hopefully, Fisher and Jones are not too banged up. Fisher looked like, I mean, it looked like an ankle, but he didn't really cop too hard of a knock. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens there. And Jones, um, to be quite honest, probably wasn't playing very well before he got injured anyway. And he, um, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a positive that he was injured, but it, he just, I don't know, even the way he flew for that ball, I mean, you've got to communicate. I mean, why are you flying for that ball when, when Simo's there? And I mean, it's an error on his behalf. It's an error on Simo's behalf. But it is what it is. Hopefully he's okay and he's ready to go next week. Um, kudos to Tom Mitchell, 46 touches and two goals. He, he's a superstar. That's if that doesn't get you three votes, I don't know what will. And he, he, for me, he was the best player on the ground by far. So, you know, the, the talk is going to be about, you know, why didn't we match up on him and the whole what damage does he do with the footy. I actually think he does as much damage as he possibly could. I think because he doesn't have... I think a few years ago, you know, when Ablett was at the, at the peak of his game and when he was getting 40, people were like, you just can't let Ablett get 40. He, he had a... A very strong reputation behind him. I don't think I think Tom Mitchell suffers a little bit from that. I mean, actually, it probably works in his favour, and that's probably why people 
teams don't put as much of an effort into him as what they would a Gary Ablett or a Chris Judd in their prime. I think Mitchell isn't such a household name where he's commanded that respect. That could change from next year and beyond. I don't know, but I mean, the reality is he's had, I think it's nine games this season um, with more than 40 possessions. So, you know, he's a freak. He's an absolute freak. All right, let's go through the side and give them some ratings. So in our back line, Simo, Weedering, and Shaw. Simo, for me, I gave him a six. I thought he I thought he didn't use the ball very well today. He, he obviously kicked a goal and he's had 20 touches, but definitely didn't use the ball as well as what we, we need him to. I think especially in that first quarter when a lot of the damage was done, he had a few fumbles, um, a few possessions that didn't quite go where they should have. So I gave him a six. Weedering, I thought that was one of his better games of the year. Having said that, he still has this, he's developed this ability to get caught holding the ball and he looks slow at times and not so not so quick and sharp. So, I mean, I gave him an eight. I want to give him some credit. He, you know, he fought really well. 23 touches as a defender is pretty good. Um, he took some strong, he took eight marks and he, you know, he looked a, a lot more poised. But, you know, it was still marred with a few... A few mistakes which I hope he can clean up moving forward and hopefully get a good patch of form going before the season ends. So I gave him an eight. And Matt Shaw, uh, didn't really, didn't really, I mean, the stats will say 21 touches. I didn't see him have a lot of effect. But I mean, having said that, we've had guys like Paulson, uh, not Paulson, sorry, Mullet and O'Shea playing in that position. And, you know, we've, we've been critical of them so I think he, he did better than what they have done I gave him a 4 I think I should probably give him a 5 I think that's a little bit harsh I've just had a look at the stats now as I said as I've said throughout the year I don't look too much into the stats during the game I try to just judge it on its merit and I look at the stats now and 21 touches isn't a bad effort for, for him so I'll give him a 5 I'll, I'll be nice and upgrade him we've got Jack Liam Jones and Ed Kerno. Jack Silvani, it's it's been a bit disappointing to see how we've we've chopped and changed his role this year. I don't think he's at a point in his career where we can really do that. I thought he was good today uh, at times. I mean, 18 touches is a great return for the kid. Um, had a few, again, a few skill errors. I gave him a six. Liam Jones, yeah, look, he, he went off in the second quarter and um, yeah, so I don't know if you can really rate him. He was on track for a four for me. Uh, I didn't think he played very well today. I thought, you know, when he gambles, it's all fine and well when it comes off. But when he takes these gambles and um, and it doesn't pay off, it just looks really bad. So he needs to, again, get that balance. He's got, you know, another year in him, I think, before we start saying, you know, well, this experiment hasn't worked. So... He's had really good games as a defender. He's had really poor games as a defender. I thought today wasn't his best game, but you can't really rate him because he didn't he didn't finish the game. But when the, the game was there to be won and when we were still in the contest, even though that wasn't for long, I thought he, he let us down a little bit. Um, Ed Kerno, I thought he did really well today considering he tagged Isaac Smith and, and, and beat him, I thought. And he had 20 touches and he nearly kicked a goal at the end there. But... Um, it wasn't to be. Isaac Smith finished off with 18. Um, probably finished a little bit more stronger than what I had seen throughout the game. So, yeah, Ed gets an 8 from me. He battled hard. He tackled and 
did what he usually does. Moving on in the center line, um, Caleb Marchbank, Cripps, and Samo. Marchbank, early on, he looked, he, he's still suffering from you know, a lack of, of match fitness. He just didn't look as sharp as what he has throughout the season, uh, or throughout his career, I should say. Um, I think towards this, I mean, the second half onwards, he got a little bit better. Um, hopefully next week he, he's got his touch back and he starts taking these marks that you know we've known and we've grown accustomed to him taking. Um, so I gave Caleb a five, unfortunately. Cripps, Cripps was Cripps was Cripps. Um, copped a, a horrific knock or a punch to the jaw in, in the first quarter from Daniel Howe, which will probably land him a week or two. I would have hoped and I would have thought so. And I mean I. I thought Cripps wasn't right from the second quarter onwards, but he, he battled you know willingly in that, that second half. I'm not sure what he had in that second half, but he finished with 30 touches and two goals, which is, you know, that's incredible. Um, seven tackles, uh, did his work on the inside, moved to the outside a bit too. So he was really good. I'm going to give him a nine just based on, you know, what happened early in the game and, and how he was almost a non-factor for us. And then all of a sudden he just burst out in the third quarter and really got us going. So he gets a nine and, and we love him. We love the way he battles for us. Samo, um, I don't know. I don't know about this one because he, we had him matched up on, on Tom Mitchell in the first half and obviously that didn't work very well. He's had 19 touches, three marks, three tackles, which is, which is good for what we want from him. Unfortunately, the defensive side of the game wasn't wasn't great. He did work hard. I mean, he did work hard. He did run hard. So, you know, I want to give him credit there. I think we probably judge him a little harshly because of the talent that he does have. And I think we really we've been waiting for for Samo to have a a real hot patch with his form, kick goals, um, show some of this flair. I thought he was good today. I didn't think he was bad, but I think. You know, obviously, some of the defensive work on Tom Mitchell was, was really poor, um, to be quite frank. So, for him, I gave him a six. I, I battled with between a six and a seven, but I think ultimately, with the, the defensive side of, of things, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty poor. So, a six for Samo. Half forward line: Cam Paulson, Charlie Kerno, and Zach Fisher. I thought that was Cam Paulson's. Best game for the club, 15 touches, and he kicked a, a miraculous goal. Um, it's, it was good to see. I mean, as, I, as I've been saying for the last few weeks, you know, he's he's a midfielder. I know we've drafted him, and he's a young kid and, and whatnot, and you've got to give him time, and I understand that. But when you're getting seven touches, three touches, four touches in a game, it's just it's just not good enough for a midfielder, and it just hurts the team too much. So I thought he you know, he got some reward for effort. I thought he, he you know he always sprints and attacks and defends really well he can turn the ball over at times and he did that a little bit today but again i thought he was i thought it was pretty good and i want to give him some credit so i'm going to give him a seven charlie charlie uh wasn't a great game for him i mean the, the supply in the first half was was shocking and I mean, anytime we really kick it to him it's it's not very a, a very good kick but you know he, he battled he wasn't poor today so i'll give him a six Zach Fisher unfortunately went down in the first quarter. That's a that's a bad loss for us. He's someone that we need to get games into and develop, and he was having a, a really good game. He had nine touches in the first quarter, and I mean it, it was he was playing really well. Um, it's really unfortunate. I'm not gonna, really going to give him a grade, but I mean, you know, it looked really good early. So 
Hopefully he's okay. Hopefully it's just an ankle and not anything more serious. Dwayne Russell and, and, and Kingy were talking about potentially a crapped fibula and that would be a disaster. So I've got my fingers crossed for for Zachy Boy there. Forward line, Levi Casbolt, Harry Mackay and Jared Pickett. Levi, uh, you know, he competed, uh, took a few marks around the ground, probably wasn't his, wasn't his best game. Uh, the question marks will start coming for him very soon. So um, we'll see how that one plays out. I'll give him a five in the end. Uh, I thought he was, you know, ultimately poor. He's had five touches. It didn't really impact the contest. I know, I know that he does a lot of, you know, those one percenters as a forward in bringing the ball to the ground and, and all of that. But, you know, five possessions isn't going to get it done. So that's how I saw him. I think... I think Harry was okay. I think he looked good early on. He took some, some strong marks around the ground. He presented well. He, his kicking was shocking today. So that, that was a real disappointment. And he let himself down a little bit. Um, I'll, give him a, I'll give him a six. Still a young kid, obviously. But, I mean, by no means do I want him to be dropped. You know, he needs to stay in the side. Pickett, um, he had that, 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 you know, that burst of, of, of pace in the, in the second half, I think it was in the in the fourth quarter in the end. So, you know, the question is, where is that early in the game? That's what we want to see him him do, you know, more often, take the game on. That's what we've brought him into the side for. And those are the, the flashes of brilliance that he shows that we really need to see more of. So I gave him a five, a four in the end. I thought he had a pretty, a pretty poor game. I mean, he's had 12 touches. He's not a guy that gets a lot of possessions, but... Yeah, look, he had a bit of a knock as well. I mean, it's, it's a four, but I still want to keep him in the side. Um, he's definitely one that I'd, I want to persist with. I think the potential uh, for him and what he can do for our, our group is, um, is worth having him in the side. The followers, Matthew Loby, Mark Murphy, Matt Kennedy. Loby was good today. I mean, you've, you've got to remember, he you know, hasn't played all season. He's, he's been there as a backup and really a VFL player. So, you know, you can't knock the effort that, that he gave. I thought he, you know... He, he did, you know, relatively well. Um, competed in the air, provided a, a contest. He just he just wasn't beaten. So for me, that was a positive. I'm going to give him a seven. Murph Murph was good. 35 touches. Probably didn't use the ball as well as what he, you know, we know he can. Uh, I think I think he's back to full fitness, which is which is great for us. And we need to get him through to the end of the season uh, with, with hopefully no more injuries. I think next week we'll see a much better Mark Murphy in terms of the way he uses the ball. On the one hand, I'm thinking he's fully match fit now and had a few possessions there that you know let himself down and he let the team down with, um, particularly in that in that second half. But yeah, I mean, hopefully he can get the the disposal efficiency where it needs to be. And you know, when he has 35 touches, usually it's they're, they're good. They're, they're really damaging. So. I'm, I'm pleased. I'll give him an eight. I thought he, you know, he competed well. He, you know, flew the flag for Cripps when um, when Howe punched him in the in the mouth in the jaw, and that was good. Want to see him tackle a little bit more. Obviously, he's a small frame, but you know, as captain, you you, you need to be much more physically imposing than what he is. So Murph gets an eight, and Kennedy, oh, he's an interesting one. He has this ability to turn the ball over, and just he's just scrappy, and it disappoints me a lot with the way that he uses the ball and he just could be a little bit more poised. That'll come with time. But um, overall, I was pleased with his game. I'm going to give him an eight. He had 29 touches and he kicked a goal. And that's that's certainly above what we 
expect from him. He, he definitely kept going as the game wore on. Obviously, there's an argument to be made that the Hawks took the, the, the foot off the pedal a little bit there, but I thought he was good for us, so I'll give him an 8. Um, the interchange bench, Paddy Dow, Lockie O'Brien, Nick Graham, and Matt Wright. Paddy Dow, um, it was it was an okay game. You know, Again, he... He and Lockie O'Brien probably just get a pass mark for, for the rest of the season. The the, um, the bar isn't set too high for them. So I just want to get him through to the end of the season. 14 touches. He, he had moments, but nothing too special. I actually thought O'Brien was much better. I thought O'Brien um, had, had some good flashes along that wing. And I think he's going to be you know our guy on the wing, sort of like our, our Andrew Gaff um, you know, in time. I think he's got a little bit of mongrel in him, Lockie O'Brien. So I was really pleased to see that. So... I gave I gave Lockie a six and I gave Paddy Dow a five, but again you, know, you don't want to rate them you don't want to rate them too harshly. So that's how I saw that. Nick Graham and Matt Wright. Uh, Nick Graham, he was okay. He, you know, he was okay. He had twenty three touches. He he didn't turn the ball over shockingly as what he has in the past. Does he keep his spot on the side? That's a tough one. Uh, I'll think about it. I'll let the dust settle and I'll think about it. But I didn't think he was too bad. I gave him a, I gave him a six and, and, and Matt Wright, 18 touches and a goal. I don't know. It didn't feel like he had 18 touches. Um, I don't know. I've been a bit, I've been a bit harsh on him this season because I expect a little bit more. I thought he started the game poorly and when the, when the game was sort of dead and buried, that's when he, he came into it a little bit. So how much I want to read into that, I'm not really sure, but you know, I gave him a five. Not his, not his worst game. Certainly not his worst game, and obviously, you know, I've talked about when he's not playing as a forward, that you know he needs to impact the contest, win some footy for us. So, yeah, um, another another twelve goal loss. Obviously, can't be happy with that. But you know, at, I mean, at least we saw something in that second half. You know, with with some effort. You know, I mean, I, I don't think we could have gone. A, a, we we can't really go a full game this year with with what we saw in that first half. We just can't roll over like that. Um, it's important for the group. It's important for our development because obviously in that second half, we have things that we can maybe look at during the week. Um, the boys will watch some film and, and understand that, okay, this this is something that I've done that's for the betterment of the team. This is something that we can develop. But when you have a performance like what we did in the first half, you can't watch footage of that and, and learn um, or be excited. So... We, need, we really need to find a way to just take something out of every quarter. We, we can't have a good quarter and a bad quarter. and We've got to find a way to have a patch in each quarter. I understand that you know the, the way that the team is built right now and the, the team that's playing right now, I understand that we're going to be out of games for a long period of time. I, I, I get that. But again, there, there needs to be something in every 10 or 15 minute patch of the game that we can hold our hat on and, and develop from there. So... That's it. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.